Welcome to another exciting episode of Seeing Reddit, where once a week we pick a random subreddit and discuss that topic for about an hour. I'm Matt Heron. I'm Jeff Kowalski. I'm Louisa Heron, and I'm not done talking about sandwiches, so we remember, need to Remember, remember, the 5th of November, the gunpowder treason plot. Oh yeah, we should be eating uh, baked potatoes and such. The uh, important I've thing got a bonfire to... waiting for me as soon as we're done recording this. Thank you very much. <laughs> the important it's thing... control for now, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking out the window every couple minutes just to be sure. Yeah, he hasn't thrown the wick into it, which leads to the basement of Parliament that he's planning to explode tonight. <laughs> yep. Um, uh... I think the important thing to remember on the 5th of November is that V for Vendetta is a bad movie. It's not. It's fine. It's not a great movie, but it's fine. Mm, I haven't seen it, so that's where we're at as a group. Yep. yep. I um I also hate the um weird misinterpretation that internet douchebags did with it, like they've done with the Matrix. Yeah. yeah, it's always weird when, like, people, when, well, I shouldn't say people, when 13-year-old boys, like, feel like they identify with a real rebel, and then because of it, they feel like they should support extremely conservative old Christian men. <laughs> yep. Yeah. yeah, it's really weird to be like, ah, I see the truth of things, that this stuff we've held true for f- 500 years is true. <laughs> Yeah, like what? Yeah. You figured it out. <laughs> or like whenever somebody's like, "Oh, I see through all these conspiracies, and now I understand that like the moon landing has been faked." And then you're like, "Well, maybe. I mean, it ha- it wasn't, but fine. I that's fine if you want that to be the thing. But like, there's a real, there's lots of real conspiracies against you happening all the time." How is this the one you care about? <laughs> yeah, who gives who, a shit? Who cares yeah. if the moon landing was faked? Yeah, like it wasn't, but also who cares? <laughs> yeah, I was I was talking a little bit about this on Twitter uh today. Like so many of these like weird conservative like whack job conspiracy theories. It's like uh, yeah, okay, sure. Vaccines cause autism. So what? Malaria and like the mumps, those are worse than autism. <laughs> yeah, I saw that Twitter thread, and I agree with you, oftentimes, and again, not to make this show only about how I disagree with libertarians, but oftentimes when I speak to libertarians, they're always like, you know, oh, well, if we reduce uh, taxes, then people, you know, uh, people will invest that money in their businesses, and I'm like, A, that isn't true, provably, and B, I don't want them to. <laughs> Like, yeah. they do. I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, if you reduce taxes on rich people, you then also have to pass a law that says what they do with their extra money. They're not just going to give just it taxes. away. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> it's just taxes. Yeah. Like, okay, everyone can keep their money, but you have to donate a certain amount of it to roads. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's still... After a hundred years of the, like, modern philosophy of libertarianism, no answer for what happens to roads under a libertarian, uh, view. Yeah, the, there was this news story this week about Rand Paul getting assaulted in his house, which we can all agree is very funny. Um, <laughs> Wait, what? I didn't hear about this. I didn't, you didn't hear, hear about either. this? <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know the details because there was just like a little blurb in the New York Times about apparently Rand Paul. Uh, <laughs> and now had... on the lighter side, Rand Paul was attacked. Yeah. I mean, it made me feel better. <laughs> Rand Paul was in his home and he had, I guess, some friends over and one of those friends assaulted him and he called the police and that friend is now in jail. How did he invite friends to his Art Deco science fiction city under the sea? <laughs> yes, very funny, but this really happened. Um, Wait, but anyway. second joke, Rand Paul has friends? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think this happened on Friday night, though, and I was thinking, like, 
as I was reading this story, I was thinking about the fact that do you guys remember a couple months ago when Rand Paul said that if we made uh, universal health care, then it would be like we were having slavery against doctors? Yes. <laughs> Which is the dumbest thing. Uh-huh. Um, I was just like, does okay, so he called the police at like midnight on a Friday and they answered and he expected them to answer. Does that mean he believes in slavery for the police? He does, because if they hadn't come out, he would have been extremely mad at them and probably would have filed a lawsuit. Counter I mean, follow up question. Do you think that Rand Paul doesn't know what slavery is? Like legitimately yes. doesn't know the definition yes. of the word yeah. slavery? <laughs> if someone has the power to make you do something you don't want to do, that's slavery to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. He, but but if he but, can make somebody yes. do something. <laughs> if yeah. a rich yeah. person does it, it's fine. Yes. Oh man, and Rand was the worst person who ever lived. Yeah. I well, think that it maybe is not the worst. Like I discovered that Rand Paul was not named after the famous author that has that exact name, but he picked that nickname on purpose, right? He must have. I mean, what? all of the worst people idolize uh, Anne Rand. Is his real yeah. name Rand McNally? <laughs> I, think, I think his name is Randall. I think his okay. name is Randall Paul. Mm, that's pretty bad. <laughs> oh man, wouldn't it be great though if he picked that nickname after Rand McNally instead? <laughs> yeah. I just really like globes, you guys. <laughs> he lives in oh. under the sea globe. Yep. I saw like a 10 foot tall spinning globe today at my local library. Mmm. I don't believe you. Were, Go it, on. Were, there was a could little. Other people see this globe. <laughs> yes, it okay. had like a rope barrier around it and, a, and an American flag next to it, and it, the little placard said that it was um, one of the most topographically accurate globes ever constructed. Okay. Why is it is it traveling the country? What's it I have no idea. <laughs> it is wasn't... it traveling the country under its own power? <laughs> like the, its revolutions <laughs> cause it to just move? It uh it makes a full revolution every three minutes, and I imagine the tiny people on it must age very quickly as a result. Yep. <laughs> so it's at your local library, is what you said? That's yes, weird. this this was at the the Fairlawn Public Library. Um, weirdly, open on a Sunday, despite the fact that the county it's in has everything closed on a Sunday because of Christianity. Hmm. Anyway, what anyway. did you do online, uh, Louisa? I'm going to reclaim my sandwich time because we never got back to sandwiches. So, from this conversation, <laughs> I think I've determined that uh, whenever anyone describes a sandwich they like, it's disgusting to everybody else. <laughs> Does this? Oh yeah. That- that might be true. I don't know, though, because there are some sandwiches that I think we can all agree are great. A meatball sub. Sometimes. Mm. Not too much sauce. I I have uh, already expressed my wrong opinion in the past that I don't like tomato sauce, so... <laughs> oh, yeah, that's okay. I, I Yeah, okay, but what about, like... If it was know, Swedish like... meatballs on a sandwich, I would eat the hell out of it. <laughs> what about, like, a spicy good. Italian sub? Like, you can't yeah. go wrong there. Well, here's Salami, a sandwich pepperoni. I just ate right before we recorded, which was a Kaiser roll with... I made it myself. Kaiser roll with salami, provolone, uh, sweet peppers, oil, and balsamic vinegar. Is this good or bad? Yeah, yeah that's fine. That's pretty good. Oh, okay. It's I just, found the ideal like sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> The Socratic, platonic ideal of a sandwich? <laughs> yeah, I guess. I don't know why my cheese and onion sandwich was so upsetting to you guys. It's a, it's a good sandwich. I mean, I guess it's if you're concerned for my health. <laughs> if you were concerned for my health, I'd understand, because it is just it is just fat on, a, on bread. Here's yeah. five kinds of oil and a little yeah. bit of green onion. <laughs> yeah. I, um... I don't know. I wish that more of posts online were descriptions of sandwiches because I can always imagine the best possible sandwich from a description, but a <laughs> photograph could disappoint me, and an actual sandwich yeah. often does. Yeah, I was thinking about this. I think that it, let's say that I've had a thousand sandwiches in my life. I know that's Quit a low bragging. ball. If I had a thousand <laughs> sandwiches, I bet I genuinely enjoyed a hundred of them. <laughs> yeah. And I like sandwiches fine, but I don't think I really... Like, most sandwiches are just upsetting. I think that part of the problem is there's not very many places to get good bread. Yeah. That certainly is true. I also think part of the problem is that most of my life, 
I had when I was eating sandwiches, it was in school lunches. Mm-hmm. And like they they yeah. talked about this on my brother, my brother and me this week, and I realized that it was true and is the maybe the reason why I've soured on sandwiches a little <laughs> is that we spent so long like keeping our food in a dark <laughs> hole at room temperature for four hours before eating it. And how is that acceptable? Yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah, I don't remember the types of things I packed for lunch, but I guess it must have just been, like, salami and white bread, the two least spoilable spoilable foods in American <laughs> society. Uh, the thing I can't uh, get used to remembering is putting a sandwich together so far ahead of eating it and having the bread get all damp with the damp yes. fillings. No, uh. I have to make a sandwich within mm, ten minutes of eating it. Yeah, it's, it's really... Like, there's a lot of things about school that I think could be done better, but this is definitely the biggest one. Yeah, this is the most important part. Betsy DeVos, get on this. Oh yeah, that's her first priority, as soon as she jails all students. Uh, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Well, school is a type of jail, if you think about it. Thanks, uh, Pink Floyd. Oh yeah, that kind of is what that album is about, huh? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. That's how a bunch you... of like forty-year-old guys being like, "School is bad." Yeah, how can you have pudding if you don't eat your meat, Jeff? <laughs> I'm. That's. It's still upsetting to me that pudding meant dessert and meat meant all food. Yep. <laughs> Those are specific Ooh. foods in America. No, I didn't hear what you said. No. Nope. I said those are specific foods in America. Oh, yes, that's true. <clears throat> um, so is that what you did online, Louisa? Is talking <laughs> about sandwiches sandwich? with us right now? <laughs> yes. Pretty much that and look up uh, locations of power moons from Super Mario Odyssey. Is yeah. the main other thing I did online. I'm... I'm pretty genuinely upset at how many people have already gotten all 999 because I've gotten 300 and I was thinking I was doing really well. Yeah, I think I'm at like 275 and I'm pretty much like, ah, I've gotten all the enjoyment I want to out of this. I mean, I'm happy to go back now and like do all the worlds again and, and see if what else I can find, but I don't. I'm not happy that it's going to take me a month to get to the point where most people are. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well. (sighs) Yeah, I guess I shouldn't measure my successes by other people, huh? I mean, Louisa is 5,000 hours into Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, (laughs) and she still hasn't gotten all of the stuff. I think I have at this point. What haven't I gotten? I've gotten all the stuff. Did you finish Trials of the Sword or whatever? Oh, I didn't finish that, no. Did you get all 900 Korok seeds? I don't think I did, but I'm definitely over 700. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> I, th- uh, I think I stopped around life? like 150. Huh. But you gotta I mean, get I'm not doing, I'm not doing anything better with my life, but that still makes me sad about your life. <laughs> oh, sure, <laughs> you disgusting <laughs> mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh. Um. Uh. Okay, Jeff, what did you do online this week? So I'm participating in the internet's second favorite holiday that occurs the day after um, its first favorite holiday, Halloween, Um, and that second favorite holiday is National Novel Writing Month. Uh, I don't think it's a holiday if it's a whole month. Yeah, it's a holla month. There you go. (laughs) Um, I usually don't participate. I have made uh, pathetic attempts in the past that I have given up by this point in the month. Um... But this time, where this is November fifth, um, and I have done, I've met my um, minimum word count goal for every day. So, if you don't know, National Novel Writing Month, or NaNoWriMo, uh, is a tragically abbreviated uh, month where people try to write a whole book, and the word count goal is fifty thousand words. Which, to be fair, is not that long of a book. Um, yes. But. I mean, that's a book. I think uh, when I I was looking up, um, because I have a disordered mind, uh, word counts of Stephen King books. Did we talk about this last week? uh, No, we talked about this on Creepypod stuff. Yeah, we did. Uh, I thought it was this show because Louisa was just on um, (laughs) that show. The 
Stephen King novel Carrie, which is like a thin paperback that you would buy at the airport uh, 40 years ago, is 60,000 words. All right. And, and that, I think, is about the word uh, count goal I have for this, because I am adding 50,000 words to something I already had about 10,000 words of, which I know is sort of cheating, but I'm still and, going to write 50,000 words. It's about a young girl flowering into womanhood with telekinetic powers, and she... (laughs) Yeah, how did you know? (laughs) Oh, yeah, people pull a very mean prank on her at her senior prom. (laughs) What? Don't spoil the ending. (laughs) No, this happens in, like, the middle of the book. It's fine. She gets uh, her revenge on people all over the world after that. (laughs) My my novel starts where Carrie ends. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. My novel imagines a world where <laughs> Carrie used her psychic powers to deflect that pig's blood onto uh, William Katz. <laughs> From that, it's basically just Sabrina the Teenage Witch, but with evil power. <laughs> Wait, I think that Sabrina the Teenage Witch had evil powers, too. That's just because of the word witch, though, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I don't think she ever did anything evil. Wait, does making a cat talk count as evil? I why did, they, a, why did she a, name um, her cat... Salem? Go ahead. Yeah, why did she name her cat after the worst crime ever to happen to her people? Yeah, that's a good point. It's the same reason why every time you go to Salem in October, there's like a billion <laughs> witch idols, and it's like, they hate you, you know? <laughs> you, did, you guys you suck. did the bad thing to them. Also, I didn't. You just said random people were witches and murdered them. Yeah, like, you're just putting up signs about reminding yourself about all of the young girls you murdered for no reason a long time ago. (laughs) So, I was gonna say, there's a casual evil to the fact that she doesn't really care about the effects of her spells, because she's always Mm -hmm. getting into trouble, where, like, oops, this one went terribly wrong. And uh, mm-hmm. to have her have that kind of power, but that kind of disregard for the, the, the effect but of it. But who's, who's the evil one there, Louisa? Is it her or the person who gave her the power with knowing that she was not responsible enough to wield it? I, I mean Satan, of course. I thought she just inherited it. Okay. <laughs> she inherited yeah, it. Yeah, she inherited Satan. it from Satan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's where witches get their power from. Yeah, I think it. that's actually canon in the Archie Comics universe from which Sabrina originates. <laughs> what that I bet, I bet he's a very that she's a wait who says curses all the time. You're telling me that canonically Sabrina the Teenage Witch is the bride of Satan? I know at the very least in the current Sabrina series, which is sort of like a uh like spooky take on it, that she does get her powers from a ritual where her ants commune with Satan. <laughs> that's pretty good that that itself is a thematic spin-off of another series where she causes the zombie apocalypse by resurrecting uh jughead's dog hot dog see evil <laughs> this is all signs yeah. of evil she's definitely evil well i guess that explains everything then so uh, what have you done online <laughs> jeff no, that I was. That was how my you, turn. Tell me how about do you not to cross show yeah. while we're is, recording. Is something going on with NaNoWriMo? I'll give you a prompt, like a uh, talk show host. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've done my five days worth so far of doing 1,667 words at least, because that is the average you need to do every day in order to hit 50,000 words. And I am so far behind everyone else I know who is competing, but I'm proud of myself for reaching my own personal goals. Yep. Yeah, I seriously considered doing it this year, and I was, like, gearing up to do it, and then I remembered that I wrote a 7,000-page-long LARP earlier this year, and I was like, (laughs) you know what? No. Fuck it. I'm not gonna. (laughs) I Uh, hate writing, actually. You realize. (laughs) I just don't want to do it again right now. Ugh. I was just reminded today of a movie idea that I'm surprised doesn't exist, where someone does a heist during the extra hour of daylight savings time so that they have a foolproof alibi. Yeah, that's what you should be writing. (laughs) That's what I should be writing. I'll have to wait until July, which I think is the screenplay month. (laughs) You could just do it now. This is the other thing. November is the absolute worst month to write a novel in. Like, there's so much shit going on. Do it in fucking June. Nothing is happening in June, ever. Mm, my birthday's in June. Yeah. That's when all the summer blockbusters come out. Yeah, and Ugh. all the graduations and all the uh, weddings. weddings. You are wrong. Fine. August Do it in... is the month and nothing happens. 
April. August. <laughs> Either G- of those would be pretty good. Yeah. August, I think, would be better because it's hotter out, and therefore you don't want to be outside. What about January? I know we've got New Year's at the beginning, but then it's just cold out and you don't want to go outside for a month. Hmm. That's true. But you're, like, recovering. If, if you yeah, can you're become... recovering by sitting quietly and writing a novel. <laughs> if you can become the, the winter caretaker of... Um, of a rural hotel, then I think that that mm. would be a good time to write a novel. Well, that's cheating, because then a few thousand of your words are just going to be all work and no play <laughs> makes you feel <laughs> That's true. Yeah, and also, I guess you'll be really busy being haunted by all those moldy women. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Also, um, how is it not called novel Vember? Like, that is <laughs> yeah. so much better a name than NaNoWriMo, it's not even funny. I mean, Inktober is already kind of a stretch, and most people don't draw ink drawings during it. Yeah, no, Novelvember is a great name. Cool. I think I'll hashtag my post about it from now on, Novelvember, thanks to you. Please do. Not that it matters, because I have a private Twitter account and can't create or participate in hashtags, really. (laughs) Should it be Novelember, because you've already got the V? I was thinking about that and trying to decide, but I think Novelvember is funnier. <laughs> yeah, that is pretty good. Is this like how the Flophouse celebrates Smallvember in September? <laughs> yes, exactly. <sighs> uh, Matt, what did you do online? Did we talk about it yet? No, we didn't. So, me online did this Uh-oh. thing. Oh, no. Mayonnaise is catching up to his brain. <laughs> <laughs> He's, his uh, skin is turning crystal. He's a bizarro now. Yeah. No, um, so yesterday, so a uh, little bit of backstory. I think we talked about this when we did our episode about vintage radio subreddit. Um, but uh, my girlfriend collects a lot of antiques, and one thing she's had for a while now is a Philco uh antique radio cabinet radio um and it's really cool and it's a big old cabinet radio and it sounds really good except it only picks up am radio stations because it's an old radio Mm -hmm. uh and also the on off button only works one out of every 10 or so times you try it um so yesterday with the help of a lot of youtube videos about old radios i took it apart uh and i like added an auxiliary audio jack and rewired the whole insides and I put it back together and it worked and it works better now and the auxiliary jack works and I'm really proud of myself. Right. Cool. So, so now you can finally listen to Beyonce on this old radio. That's true. I could do that. I listened to CeeLo Green on it yesterday. <laughs> That's a good the choice. Is which... A lot of songs made nowadays use the effect of coming out of a phonograph so you'll be able to tell if it's good or not. <laughs> It'll be doubly good though. It'll be twice as as phonography. <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, that's an unfortunate thing about modern music is they um, account for the compression of uh, radios, so they yeah. make it like sound uh, worse. But but also, you know, we can listen to older music on it and it'll sound cool. Yeah, that's true. Uh, mm-hmm. So that's pretty good. Also, um, guys, do, are you aware of how fucking big transistors used to be? Because it's crazy. <laughs> I am mm-hmm. aware conceptually, but I don't think I've ever seen one. So transistors used to be these like little wax cylinders about the, it was about as wide as like a tube of chapstick and maybe half as long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I ordered some transistors for my, the sake of repairing this radio. Uh, and it, the, the cheapest option I could find was to order 300 of them. (laughs) So I did. They came in, they came in a box the size of a deck of playing cards. Uh, and each one of them is about the size of a grain of rice. So (laughs) we've come a long way, baby. I thought you were going to say that you ordered 300 of the old style ones and they came in a box the size of a large room and you built a calculator (laughs) with them. (laughs) Yeah, no, but this is what I'm saying is that I could replace those old shitty ones that melted if you got them too near to something hot, like, for instance, a radio. (laughs) Uh, With ones that actually work forever and are super tiny and it's great how good we've gotten at making things like that how tempting is it to eat a handful of them 
Well, they have they have wires sticking out the ends, so you'd have to clip those off, but I would try it. I mean, the original yeah. Iron Man comics, his entire superpowers came from the fact that his suit had transistors in it, which I think is fantastic. Uh, and I think that the modern equivalent of that would be just swallowing a handful of these transistors and hoping it gives you super strength. Yeah, You're if gonna you become take one some... every day, you become a cyborg. You'll become yeah. some kind of freakazoid and get zapped into the internet. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Was, so was anyway. that Freakazoid's power? Did he get zapped into the internet? I don't know. I thought his power was that he could break the fourth wall like Deadpool. No, Is I think that, that was just a convention of the writing. Maybe. Hmm. Anyway, shall we do a sub subreddit now? I guess so. <laughs> okay, we should do Louise's last because it's definitely the one we're going to do. <laughs> of course. So bad, though. Go on. It's so much, but it's so good. What are you saying? Uh, I okay. got I got r slash puppies, which I saw and was like, oh, delightful, before I had looked at the other ones we got and was like, oh, we're not going to do this one. <laughs> yeah, I have no interest in talking about puppies. I mean, they're great. The end. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got r slash SpaceX Lounge, which I guess is about talking about SpaceX. What is SpaceX? But, but in a more laid back kind of way. <laughs> What is SpaceX? SpaceX is that commercial space travel program that uh, uh, Elon Musk started. Okay. And the one yeah. that I got is r slash dad jokes. Yep. So let's go through the other topics real quick. Uh, would you guys ever travel to space if it was commercially available and not inter- incredibly expensive? Hmm, I've heard that in space no one can hear you scream, so I'm not sure, because I love to scream and people's reaction to it when I do. Oh, see, I thought you were always complaining about how everyone got on your jock when you started screaming, so maybe it would be... Yeah, I could finally find a place to scream in peace where no one would be able to hear it. Yep. Uh, I think I would do it if a bunch of other people had already done it. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to be a pioneer in that, no thank you. But little do you know that only the thousandth person to space gets space brain worms. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but well, the first the first nine hundred ninety nine gets space madness without yeah. any worms involved. The worm actually keeps you sane. That's what you don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I would take space madness over brain worms any day. You guys. As as long as nobody on the spaceship looks like Michael Fassbender, I think I'll feel safe. <laughs> So, I don't know if I've ever discussed this on this show before, but I actually went through zero-gravity training for a while, uh, and I think that it would be really fun to try doing actual zero-gravity. Yeah, that would probably be pretty cool. I guess, but your body starts to fail so fast. Yeah, man, let me tell you, I don't know if, I don't even remember if I told you this, Louisa, and you were around when this was happening to me, but... Uh, when I was doing the zero gravity training, we had to do all these exercises to retrain our reflexes to work in zero gravity. Mm-hmm. And it was like months of doing stuff. Like yeah. there was one where we had to sit on ends of like a like a teeter-totter kind of thing, but it spun around and we had to throw a ball back and forth to each other. And it's so hard. <laughs> the centrifugal force makes it so that the ball curves after you let go of it. So you have to like <laughs> learn to throw it to a different place. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> I mean, also, your muscles start to atrophy very quickly because they're not resisting gravity all the time anymore. That's why you exercise all the time, which is fine because there's nothing else to do in space. Yeah, Yeah, that's true. It's suspicious that as soon as you're in zero G, like, as soon as you are, your body's like, oh, we don't need bones anymore, and it starts to take (laughs) away your bones. That's pretty bad. I like the idea of your body being a separate entity from your bones that can take them away from you as if you aren't just your body. Yeah, we don't need to maintain all these bones. We don't need all of these bones anymore. You know what's really crazy to me, though, is the fact that like when we first started sending people into space, we had to redesign so much stuff that we like just relied on gravity without us really thinking about it, like toilets and things. Mm-hmm. Um, but our bodies don't need that. Like, yes, we need to figure out how to keep our bones in and all that, but, like, <laughs> but like our body doesn't, like, our blood doesn't need gravity to go through yep. our body. Mm. How crazy? Why? And Why eating. do we do that? You yeah. don't need gravity to eat or to digest. Yeah. 
Why? I mean, I guess so. that's so it can work while you're, like, laying down or upside down or whatever. Yeah, your or body doesn't are... have enough space inside of it to have things work by gravity. Like, it could I don't know, man. I don't think that's true. It's weird that we didn't have a bunch of problems from, like, oh, your body isn't working against gravity anymore, so now all your blood's goofy. So now you have super strength. <laughs> you have, like, too much blood in your skull now because it's not uh, working against gravity anymore to, like, pump it up there. So it can do it much faster. Yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Like, it's weird to me how much our... And I know that a lot of the people that we were talking about being conspiracy jerks at the beginning <laughs> would say, oh, this is because humans are from another planet or whatever, and that's stupid. But, like... Really? Uh, from another... Not humans have never been to space? That seems like it would be the common theory. Wait, humans have never been to space? Why would that explain it? Like, it would be like, oh yeah, of course, like, your blood wouldn't work with zero gravity because we've never been in zero gravity. That's my conspiracy theory. Oh, I see. But that's not true. I mean, like, that. <laughs> I don't know that anyone is saying that we're faking zero gravity. I don't know how we would even do that. Apollo mm, green 13 screen. didn't even exist. That's all I'm saying. Have you the ever movie, seen it? The no, movie Tom Hanks haven't. doesn't exist? Yeah, exactly. It's really yeah. weird to me that all the moon landing fake conspiracy things only focus on the first one. Like, do they think all the other moon landings were real? We've been to the moon a bunch of times. <laughs> yeah, also, it's weird that they're like, we they don't argue against us having been to space at all. Just to the moon. Like, yeah, we did manage to launch a spaceship into outer space and, like, to Mars and shit. We, we all agree that happened, but this time we went to the moon, definitely not. Nah, there's gotta be some Curiosity rover truthers out there. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Especially because the photos it's sending back look so much like Earth now. I'm sure there are people who are like, well, obviously it's just Earth. It's just the desert somewhere. Yeah, that's fine. Is it? Anyway, uh, yeah, I think it would be fun to go to space, but I don't know. It would probably be real dangerous, especially if it was made for profit. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that's that. Puppies uh, are fun, and they always make you happier when you're sad. Yeah. Yep, they're good. Okay. They're like dogs, but smaller. <laughs> so now, dad jokes. Yeah. Louisa, go ahead. Okay, so there's no header for this one. Take it away, Louisa. <laughs> Reddit dad jokes. Uh, the little alien looks like he's putting a hand to his face as if he's disappointed in the quality of the dad jokes, which seems mm. pretty appropriate. Yep. Uh, yep. And that, that's, let's see. Let's see the sidebar, because that's it. There's no header, no pictures. Uh, dad jokes. Oh, there's, they call their subscribers dads. So there's, uh, 450,000 dads. And there's 998 groaning now. Yep. Uh, Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Interesting. A couple of suggestions to follow. Leave the punchline out of the title. (laughs) Yeah, that's probably a pretty good idea if you want your dad joke to really land. (laughs) That is exactly the, like, structure of the board, is the title is the the lead-up, and then the text of the post is the punchline. Why would... Why... That's not a suggestion. That should be a rule. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's about it. (laughs) I like that it says tag NSFW if ever necessary, and then the top of all time is tagged NSFW. (laughs) (laughs) It also says Uh. NSFL. What is that? Is Not safe that? for life. Okay. Could something be a dad joke and be so horrible you wish you hadn't heard it? Is that possible? Uh, like, not horrible in the not safe for life way, I don't think, but there must be something if it's tagged. Hmm. Weird. Hmm. There are uh, definitely dad jokes that are so horrible, I wish I hadn't heard them, though. But only, like, pun horrible. <laughs> the thing yeah. is that dad jokes are very good, though. No, they're not. Mm. You like them. so you, <laughs> Yes, that's true. You're biased in this uh, matter. Um, I would like to say, though, that I think it's pretty weird when... Uh, Maybe this is just me, but I always felt like dad jokes need to be bespoke to the dad. Like, 
your dad jokes need to come from you, not from the internet, right? Mm-hmm. There's not, like, books of dad jokes. <laughs> well, considering one of the guidelines is that if, if possible, it should be a joke that you heard from a real dad, I think it's just a way of sharing them and not so that you then use them on other people. I suppose. Do you think there's anyone coming to this board and, like, taking notes? Yes. <laughs> yeah, dads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do think that is happening, yes. <laughs> so, but if you were a dad, wouldn't you spend all of the years when your child can't talk, like, coming up with all the jokes that you're going to ruin their life with later? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but most people aren't smart or funny. Yeah. Wait, so, yeah. They'll, they'll just go on the board and steal jokes so yeah. that they don't have to. I think that this might, I think that that might be the only reason to be a dad, though, is to be able to use dad jokes, right? (laughs) You do that anyway. For some people. (laughs) You, Matt, are not a dad, and yet you use dad jokes all the time, so. I know, and you give me shit about it, so (laughs) I need to be a dad so that I can get away with it. Do you think I wouldn't give you shit about it if you were? (laughs) Uh, That's fair. I would have a hostage human being that would be forced to not give me shit about it because they would be a child. Uh, that's got to be the worst drug for someone who likes dad jokes, isn't it? To have a little kid who's like, wow, dad, that's really funny because they'd never heard it before and they didn't know what humor was. That would just ruin you. Oh, it would. You're right. Oh, no. <laughs> this is like a Twilight Zone episode. Oh, man. I looked at the second one of all time, which is pretty good. It says, um, is this stub still active? Uh, and the text is, there hasn't been any posts all year, because it was posted on New Year's Day. Yep. Um, and then the best comments thread is so many more goddamn jokes, and I don't, like, I immediately stopped liking the topic joke as soon as I started reading the comments, and it was just, like, this horrible game of pun one-upsmanship happening. Yeah. That's always a, th- a shitty thing that happens on the internet, and it's kind of sad that it happens even in a community as unified as dad joke lovers. <laughs> of, like, no matter what you post, there's going to be some shitty people out there who want it to make it about them. Yeah. Yep. Who want to Ugh. say your joke again, slightly differently. Yep. Oh, man, yeah. I There have been many times when I've told jokes in life, or just said something funny in life, and then the person that I said it to just said it again, but louder. And <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know how to react to that. Yeah. That's what Twitter is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, so what's your beef with dad jokes, Louisa? Uh, They're not good, and they're usually so contrived, but not witty, not like Oscar Wilde. Just contrived as as heavily as wit, but not actual wit. That it it very much upsets me, because I really don't like when someone does something that they've carefully structured to get a reaction. I hate that. I hate that very much. So you don't like art? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he really, he really strawmanned you there. (laughs) Yeah, I see. (laughs) I did not have to recontextualize her words at all. I just took them at face value. Yeah, it's a real dad joke philosophy you've got going there. (laughs) You pretend you're a robot and you can only understand words as given and not any context. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um... I'm kind of mad I, about uh, the... It's showing a second for me, but maybe third for you guys if you're seeing a not-safe-for-work one, which is a just transcription of a semi-famous tweet that yep. someone has just decided uh, yeah. to put on this board. <laughs> That's cheating, And there's, there's no pun to it, either. Yeah. And what no tw- uh, credit. Back to the what person. tweet is it, a transcription it's, of? It's that... The title is the tweet. Imagine being held at gunpoint. Okay. Bear with me. Yes. By a letter. Yeah, that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that joke has been going around as a tweet for a while. And I don't think okay. that it's this person's tweet. Yeah, I mean, it's it's breaking that rule of not putting the punchline in the title, which is yes. a good rule that should <laughs> be followed. I don't think that this is a dad joke. 
No, it's not. I don't think it deserves to be so high on the list just because it is a good joke. The thing is that I think what Louise is describing about dad jokes being super contrived is is a fair criticism, but I think the best dad jokes are ones that are just not necessarily ultra contrived, but just like the most obvious joke to make in that moment and yeah. like no one no one is going to make it because it's obvious but then because it's a dad joke it's okay to make it even though it's obvious yeah like the the classic i'm hungry the response hi hungry i'm dad yeah that's pretty good it's <laughs> but yeah but it's just like an annoying non sequitur that doesn't address the thing the other person said and instead is a bad joke. Okay, and but I think you know that's what? the core of dad jokes. Okay, but you know what? Saying I'm hungry to someone who doesn't have any food and isn't responsible for feeding you, you deserve anything you get, you fucking child. <laughs> no, that's literally it's a dad response to <laughs> To the children. It's a dad starving. response to a child. <laughs> It's a it's a thing a dad says to their hungry child. It doesn't have to be. Yes, but like that's but the also origin of that style of response. I know, but I've often seen that or heard of it in the context of like at a restaurant when you're waiting for your food to come. Mm. And like, yeah, you deserve to be made fun of because you they're already doing everything they can to get you your food, so fuck off. <laughs> I think also that type of dad joke, which is very classic and perfectly exemplifies a dad joke, shows that there's a simmering resentment for your children under the surface of most yes, dad jokes. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. Where every so you, this is good subtext to you. is, you little yes. shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, it's like, instead of getting mad at your kids for being brats, which they are, obviously, instead you're, like, making like making your own fun in it. <laughs> like, it's like the dad way of when a mom is at a store and you see her whisper yelling at her kids, like, just stop, stop, just, just, like, instead of doing that, dads have developed this ability to make it so that they're having fun, even if everyone else is having a bad time. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, that's a behavior we should encourage. Well, it's better than the alternative, which is no one having a good time. <laughs> yeah, I guess. The um well there's the the other classic dad joke, which I think is even uh more uh sinister, which is when a child asks permission to do something by saying, Can I do activity? And the dad responds, I don't know, can you? Is that a dad joke? I think that's just a critic, uh, like a correction of grammar. Mm, I think that that qualifies as a dad joke. That is definitely like a snarky parent response to a thing. I don't know. Here's the thing, though, because I feel like in the modern era, j- jokes don't really exist anymore, yeah. except for dad jokes. Yeah, and like jokes can be good. I, no, like all we, jokes are bad. See, that's the attitude that's wrong and well, bad. The only things that make me laugh anymore aren't jokes. <laughs> They're just weird, surreal things that have happened. Yes, that is funny. But there is something to be said for actual, like, planned humor also. Well, I think, I think this tweet about the bear is an example of that. And this person has stolen it, but, uh... Yes. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm looking through this person's posts to see if maybe they are, uh, Dennis Farrell from Twitter, but I, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, did you, or were there any comments on the post that were like, you fucking stole this from Twitter? <laughs> yeah, someone posted source with a link to the tweet, which is how I found out who posted uh, it on Twitter. That's a great, that's such a great shitty thing to do to somebody <laughs> online. Mm-hmm. When they steal something to just, like, cite them. Yeah. yeah, that's my, like, I love seeing that in response to a tweet that has 50,000 retweets. Someone being like, hey, this was actually my joke. Um, yeah. <laughs> although I guess I don't like seeing stolen jokes getting 50,000 retweets. I also, this is unrelated to anything, but it always makes me very happy when I see a celebrity retweet a normal person, and then the first response is, oh god, Andy Richter retweeted me, I'm good, my Twitter's gonna explode. Yep. <laughs> I like even oh, more really when good. the f- 
when the first response is like a link to their PayPal or their Patreon or something. Oh, like, no, oh. I don't like that at all. That's yeah, the think, worst. Well, they're like, oh no, this tweet is blowing up even though I only have like a thousand followers, so I'm gonna post yeah. a link to give me money. I get what no, they're that's getting shitty. at, but as soon as I see that, I'm like, well, I don't like this tweet anyway then. <laughs> like, I, yeah, I give like, up on you. How fucking dare you be like, oh, I guess this tweet that this tweet is funny enough that people should pay me for it. You fucking no, monsters. Fine. I think that's fine. I would love to people to give me money for good There tweets. has never been a tweet good enough to be worth money. Mm, I disagree. Do you follow Drill? I would buy all I would buy most of those tweets. I would buy a book of those tweets. Yeah, that's true. Oh man. It's weird when D- Drill responds to somebody and you're like, no, this isn't how this is supposed to be. Drill is supposed to be Except... above human interactions. Except for the candle tweet, which enhances the joke. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Matt, are you aware mm. of the candle joke? I don't know what Drill is. Oh, oh man. You it's suck. the best Twitter account. It is at D-R-I-L and is just joke posts from the persona of... I get like it's, uh, it's hard the, to describe. This yeah, the profile the profile picture is like a really blurry image of Jack Nicholson in sunglasses smoking a cigarette, but the attitude is like like a like an angry not very smart person, but smart actually. Like oh, it's trying to explain surreal humor like I was just saying yeah. is impossible. Like a like a hyperactive teenager doing a pitch perfect impression of Hunter S. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> that's the closest I could get to describing the style that whoever runs this Twitter account is doing. And that's what I like about it too, is we still don't know who it is. We didn't find out that it was like a corporate scam like Horace Ebooks. Yeah, he didn't post a link to his fucking Patreon. <laughs> Which That's is exactly how this conversation started. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh. I, I don't like any of these dad jokes. Nah. Matt, read the best one of all time. Uh, okay. Uh, hold on, I gotta go back. I was on page eight. <laughs> oh, no! Mining I, w- I would make Louisa read it, but she does. She still refuses to get a Twitter account so she can log in and see not see for work posts. <laughs> Alright, the number one, the best dad joke on this board, which I assume is only the best one because it's not safe for work, is... <clears throat> My wife gave birth today, and after thanking the doctor, I pulled him aside and sheepishly asked, How soon do you think we'll be able to have sex? He winked at me and said, well, I'm off duty in 10 minutes. Meet me in the car park. That is great. I love that. That is good. (laughs) That's like the sort of joke you find in, like, Grandpa's book that he keeps on the back of the toilet. Yeah. (laughs) And I get why it's sort of not safe for work, but it's also so completely innocent. (laughs) It has a charm to it. It's the type of joke you would have been arrested for saying in public in the 50s. <laughs> it's the kind of joke that, like, a grandpa tells his grandson and then his his daughter, the child's mom, like, yells at him for it, but it's, it's not upsetting to anyone. Yep. Because the, the grandson doesn't, doesn't know probably. what sex is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the grandson is just like, that was said in the cadence of a joke, so I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> Uh, kids are so fucking stupid. Uh, there are two in the top ten, number four and number seven, that are uh, WTF happened to this sub, and then a link to a picture of, in the first one, a submarine, uh, like, from World War Two times, and in the second one, a submarine, like, from a movie set in the middle of the street. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jeff, but number eight is also that joke. God damn! <laughs> This sub, what this sub really needs is more water, is, uh, at least that's a slight variation. Four and seven are, like, barely reworded from each other. How are there 450,000 people on this subreddit, (laughs) and yet there's only about 11 jokes? 
<laughs> yeah. Well, because in the world, there's only 11 jokes. See, I don't know, maybe this is just our dad, but when we were kids, I remember our dad would spend hours making up a joke and then tell it to us, and it would be very bad, and that's what I think of when I think of dad jokes. Yeah, like a complicated pun in there, probably. The commentator joke is one of my favorites of our dad's. <laughs> Oh, okay, can we tell our favorite, like, long-form jokes? No. Come on, I want to hear this, I want to hear the joke that you just mentioned. That's what we call, uh, bad podcasting. No, I want to hear this commentator joke that you just mentioned. I will tell it as quickly as I can. Uh, okay, once upon a time, there was a, uh, kingdom of potato people. Everyone who lived in this kingdom was a potato. Um, it's fire already. Yep, already great. Uh, and the king of this country, uh, he was the king of the potato people, and he had three beautiful potato daughters. Uh, and there came a day when his daughters needed to go off and get married, uh, and so he called them each in front of him one at a time to ask if they had any suitors. And so, his first daughter came in and he said, My daughter, uh, do you have any prospects for marriage? And the daughter said, uh, yes, I've been seeing an Irish red potato. And then the king of the potato people said, oh, the Irish red potatoes, that's a good family. They've got lots of money. This will be a great match for the kingdom. I, you have my blessing. And she ran out and she was very happy. The second p- potato daughter came in and said, yes, I've been seeing a Yukon gold potato. And the, the uh, king said, ooh, that's great. That's a royal family. I love that uh, match. I think it will be fantastic. Uh, you have my blessing. And so the daughter runs out. She's very happy. And then the third daughter comes in and she says, uh, yes, I also have uh, uh, met someone, but I'm afraid that I need to tell you that I'm actually in love with Mike Wallace. And then he says, not Mike Wallace. He's just a commentator. <laughs> and I imagine this is some famous person from the media at the time. <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> It really didn't land with Jeff. Is the problem here? <laughs> yeah. Well, no. As soon as as soon as he started, like once he got to the second suitor, I'm like, oh, commentator. He's gonna name like uh, a famous. He's it's gonna be. Mm, yeah, I, I tried think to think of, think of a more modern person. Yeah, I tried to think of a more modern commentator that I could come up with, and the best I could do is Marv Albert. And I was like, oh no, there's a whole lot of stuff associated with that. I don't want in this joke. Who's that famous sports one? Marv Albert? <laughs> no, there's a different... Uh, He's like a boxing commentator, I think. I don't know. What's the one who got... Oh, um, uh, There's all those uh, football games named after him. Oh, uh, oh, John Madden. Yeah, John Madden. I guess he is a commentator, but he was a coach for a long time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Bob Costas is who I was thinking of. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. oh man! I looked up famous sports commentator, and Marv Albert, uh, his picture <laughs> that Google brings up is a mugshot. <laughs> That's, <pretty good>. <laughs> <laughs> That's extremely good. I mean, it's bad, but like, I think that is a funny thing to happen to a bad person criminal. Yeah, he did bad things, and so we don't have to feel bad for him. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, if you don't feel bad for us, then that would be acceptable. But if you do, please tell your friends about this show and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps us to grow and get a bigger audience, which would make us very happy. Uh, If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us uh, on Gmail. You can email us at seeingreddit at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter at seeingreddit. You can also find me on Twitter at kamikazepilot. You can email me directly, jeff at funtimes.online. <laughs> you can go to funtimes.online to find more episodes of this show and uh, my other shows, including Creepypodsta, which Louisa just returned to. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about some creepypastas. I don't remember what they are. Um, oh, don't oh, listen they're, to... Oh, they're like stories online that are scary? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Don't listen to this show if you're expecting me to read the spooky stories in total, unabridged, because that's not what the show is. And I just got yet another rude comment from someone who was like, Why aren't you reading the stories? Like, I explain it right at the beginning of the show that it's a literary criticism show where we summarize and then criticize and talk about the stories. So. 
Uh, well, I also talked about Star Wars a lot on uh, <laughs> yeah, one of those episodes. <laughs> we go on tangents much like we do on this show, which is ostensibly about Reddit, but, you know, also is about sandwiches sometimes. <laughs> yeah, well, we have a lot of feelings about sandwiches, you guys. Yeah, Most true. of my feelings in life are about sandwiches. Uh, anyway, you can follow me on Instagram, JeffJK, and that's it. Louisa, you must know it's your turn to talk now. I said that's I, it. I and... didn't hear the that's it part. Uh, <laughs> it all, it Matt broke did. Up near the end of that. I did, yes. <laughs> well, that doesn't help me. Well, it's your fault, though. <laughs> uh, I'm not so sure about that. But you can follow me on Twitter, at Heronbird, or on Instagram, at Louisa Heron. Alrighty, quick thanks to the folks talking about us on Twitter. Uh, thanks to Tanner for reminding me that I didn't put out an episode last week. Thank that's you, my bad. I was busy with Halloween stuff. Uh, thanks to Copper for asking us which is our favorite Reddit page. Thank you, Copper. Uh, I don't know if any of us responded to that. But we I responded should. and I said I like the cute animal ones. Yeah, <laughs> I should respond to that. Anyway. I really uh, like one recently. I can't remember what it's called exactly, but it's about things you do when your brain just switches over to autopilot. Like when you're super tired or something, it's just lists oh, of people saying, like, I wrote this note to my mother and it's so crazy and it's just extremely funny the things people want. Oh, is it the Ambien subreddit? It's not specifically Ambien, it's like any anybody oh, can okay. post there, but that sort of thing where you're like, I made yeah, yeah. an incredible meal and then I threw the entire thing and the plate right into the trash. <laughs> <laughs> Things I like love that. the ambient subreddit. I'll, I'll say you, that one's my favorite. You do know that this person is asking about which one we've done for the show is no, our favorite, no. right, Louisa? No, none of these are good. I would never say that <laughs> yeah. is my favorite. None <laughs> of the ones for the show are good. I would say I just... I that, but I'm sure they mean which of the ones we've done for the show yeah, is our favorite Yeah, and I am saying, forget about those. <laughs> Go read this funny one about people's brains. <laughs> Maybe they're asking for which episode to start with, No. Louisa. No, this they is a listener don't of listen ours. To, okay. Don't listen to any of our show. Just go <laughs> read about I'll say the uh, the utility of r slash medical gore makes it conceptually my favorite, but I don't want to spend any time there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know which one my favorite is. I really liked the one where we talked about showbiz pizza a lot, but I think that was about the Houston Rockets, so... <laughs> Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, that was r slash rockets, and we yeah. were just like, oh, we wish this was the Rockafire explosion. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, thanks to Xyloark, thanks to Eustola Tuba, thanks to Sugar High Senpai, uh, thanks to Tanner again, uh, and to Turner. Thank you to Turner. Thank you. Uh, all right, guys. Oh, and Ka- Gareth also always. Thank you thank for you, talking Gareth. about us. <clears throat> uh, all right, guys. So please uh, come on back next week where where we will explore another subreddit. And in the meantime, please remember to keep your pockets on Shrek. Uh, This sub is disappointing me lately. I'm going to try the meatball next time. Oh, tied it all together. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's my sign-off. Anything else you want to say, Jeff? No, there isn't. That was my sign-off this time. Uh, All right. ASMR. I can't whisper right now. ASMR, you fuckwads. Fuck you guys. Is there there angry ASMR?
Okay, here's what no. I get from Wawa. No. I get the hot turkey and gravy with mayo, uh, either fontina or provolone cheese, uh, salt, pepper, oregano, and parmesan. Is uh-huh. there gravy on that sandwich? Yeah, it's the hot turkey and gravy. So mm-hmm. it's got gravy and mayo on there, and the mayo yeah. just kind of... Well, I go a little bit of mayo, not regular amount. Mm, I don't know about this. It's pretty good. I don't know about good. this gravy sandwich with the cheese on. <laughs> it's I a pretty like good I... greasy gravy sandwich. <laughs> I feel like I described a fairly classy, though admittedly unhealthy, sandwich to make, and then you guys were like, oh yeah, you could also eat garbage out of a garbage can. <laughs> well, yeah, you, of course. You, you say to you it sounded pretty classy, but it does sound like garbage out of a garbage can to me. So. It's the classiest <laughs> kind of garbage out of a garbage can. At least it's got freshly chopped fresh vegetables in it kind of yeah it's, it's got that 50 it's that 50s gourmet kind of garbage where it like seems fancy because mayonnaise is french 